promised this evening. I did tell you that my guest is going to join me in, in, in studios for us to have this conversation. Uh, the senior leader and uh, deputy director general of the Mpumalanga province, about Peter Nguyen, is my guest this evening. Good evening, sir. Uh, good evening, uh, Musa and your listeners. Are you well? Very well, very well. I suppose maybe the conversation needs to start by saying, uh, why are you talking about the ANC instead of government? Uh, you will understand that before you talk about government, yes, uh, you have to first talk about the ANC because the ANC was formed in uh, 1912 sure. uh, to wage the struggle of uh, the oppressed when they were not part of the government. Yes. So, in a nutshell, now that the ANC uh, assisted, brought liberation, uh, the ANC is now the party in government, the ruling party. Sure. So, in a nutshell, it is the ANC that actually deployed me uh, into government for me to advance its aims and objectives mm. in terms of, um, a, you know, advancing the needs, the aspirations, as well as the conceptual noble future, which is the vision. Uh, to attain a national democratic revolution or no society sure yeah which is an ideal kind of a situation where we want to find ourselves so i'm an agent of change in government yeah. representing the anc and it's just gone six minutes after eight it's the voice of pitanyoni he's my guest this evening the deputy Di- uh, deputy director general of the mpumalanga province and also senior leader in the african national congress Babnyoni, what is the issue or what is the problem with the ANC in the province of Pumalanga as we know it? Uh, what I can say and uh, what I always um, advance is informed by what Einstein once said, that a problem cannot be resolved at the same level it was created. You need another level. Sure. What I'm trying to say is that um, since time immemorial, we had several engagements with the Provincial Executive Committee of the ANC, dating back from 2013, we had issues which could not be resolved until in 2014, if I'm not mistaken, where I was suspended and expelled from the ANC from raising all these issues. But that time, you were talking about saving the ANC. What was wrong with the ANC at the time? It's the very same thing that is wrong now, which I'm going to you know, uh, try to bring to your attention and the listeners yeah. that um, we, 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 we have been complaining that uh, there, there is still serious gatekeeping in the ANC. Mm. There, there are six, you know, serious you know, faction. Factionalism is institutionalized in the life of the ANC. Sure. That actually deprives the ANC of uh, the opportunity to have as many comrades as you would understand. The ANC is a very big organization. It's very diverse. Mm. So, eliminating certain comrades on the basis of factionalism and gatekeeping is what is a problem. To sure. the ANC. That is what is killing the ANC. So, we are saying 
Let us allow a democratic process because in the ANC is a democratic organization mm. that whosoever the branches of the ANC wish to nominate to a position of responsibility, they must be allowed to do so. They must never be micromanaged as it is the case now. Sure. So those issues are still there. Mm. And that is the basis of our argument going forward that there are people who are now stealing the ANC you see, there are people now who are using the ANC as a host because they've developed the character of being parasites. Yes. They are using the ANC for their selfish ends. They are no longer using the ANC for the purpose for which it was created or established in 1912. So these are the very same issues. We raised these issues with the current... Um, a leadership of the Provincial Executive Committee, which is now a, a, in the form of a PTT. Yes. Yeah, very same people uh, in the presence of the NEC deployees. Mm. We never got any report or feedback whatsoever. We raised these matters at the level of the National Executive Committee of the NEC. I remember at some point we went to, to we marched, we gave them a memorandum. Yeah. They never responded. So that is the next level which we expected to be in a position to resolve our issues. Right. But it never did. So that is why now we're taking these matters to court because the court is another level that we must try in the land if we cannot find joy. But I suppose you've been calling for the disbandment of the PEC and it was disbanded. Well, whether the same structure was then transformed into PTT, but at least that call was made, right? But my question is, why are you specifically calling names to be among those who are safeguarding the party into conference? You know, names like Charles Makola and as well as PJ uh, Nobu. Yeah, well, my question would be in terms of the Socratic iron, I may as well pose the same question. Yeah. Why couldn't the National Executive Committee disband the PEC when we first brought that to their attention five years or six years ago, until today. It's because we went to court. And the court was supposed to have set on the 24th of um, uh, February. Mm. They filed their papers late to oppose. That is why they were given 14 days to file their papers. So we were waiting at court for them to come so that we bring it to their attention that for all these donkey years, you have not been doing your responsibility. Yeah. And now, all of a sudden, before we could go to court, they decide to disband the, the, the PEC. Mm. You see, you can see that uh, uh, the motives are sinister. And we can raise that without fear. And you can also observe that disbanding or dissolving this structure does not make any difference if you bring the very same, you know, leadership. It's like when I used to say, any action that will bring about change for people to continue to do their old things is not change at all. Yes. You see, this change is merely cosmetic. Just that, that's why we want to say, in whose interest is this particular change? Because according to me, it's not in the interest of unity and renewal of the very same organization that we claim we love. Mm. On Rise of and 60 Minutes, you're more than welcome to probe into this very conversation I'm having with Ubabu Pitanyuni. He's my guest this evening. We're looking at the state of the African National Congress ahead of their, um, you know, provincial elective um, 
conference and uba pitanyo is amongst those members of the african national congress who have been calling for the disbandment of the pec and you know also just uh strictly and also sharply raising his voice around their failure to attain their uh, elect election status you know maybe let's zone in there Bamyun. on the elections you have said that the the the, re- the reason why the nc performed the way it did is because of of the pec i mean you have called them uh, constitutional delinquents you've also said you know they are incompetent they they lack you know decisive um you know leadership they you know they dilly dally around issues too much but i suppose leading towards the election conference you were somewhat as a leader of the anc did play a role in any part but why is then the blame solemnly placed on the pc instead of the whole organization no you will understand that if you create a structure for a particular purpose it must be able to fulfill that purpose if it doesn't then you must understand that that structure has got a problem it's malfunctioning for example it is inconceivable for a structure uh, to stay for seven years without holding a, a provincial general council you know what it means to not to hold a general a, a, you know a, a provincial general council mid-year you have to assess the performance of the organization in relation to the resolutions that you talk you took in your in your conference mm. you must report back that never happened so who where were they reporting that is fundamentally flawed in terms of not newly speaking but in terms of the constitution sure. the constitution is shouting at them you see now recently Government went to Lihutla. As you correctly put it, I'm the Deputy Director General. I went to a government Lihutla, having not gone to my party, you know, provincial Lihutla. That is an abnormal situation. Who convened her own Lihutla as the head of Mpumalanga government. Yeah, let me school you. Yes. Before the Premier could convene a government Lihutla, there has to be an ANC provincial Lihutla that gives direction and force to what government must do, sure. meaning that what the premier must go and do must come from the ANC. Mm. So the question is, in the absence of the ANC, where would the premier get the mandate or the things that he must, she must do in government? So the absence of the PEC is, is among other things that we're calling. Why, why should they exist if they are there and they are unable to fulfill their purpose? But I suppose, isn't that a clear indication that the ANC is divided? The one that is in the uh, you know, government seat and the one that is in the chair, Masilela House? No, there's one ANC. There's one center and the center is ANC. There are no two centers in the ANC. But why is it then that the, the, the other is able to convene a Lekhutla without having got a mandate? Wasn't that, you know, the prima should have went back and said, I haven't got a mandate? Who is the driver? The driver here is not the premier, it's the ANC, the headquarters of the ANC. The ANC in its... You see, let's start it like this. Sure. You have your January 8. January 8. We are familiar with that. I yes. Believe. Then after the January 8, you have the National uh, Executive Committee of sure. the ANC. Yes. After that, you have your, your government, Lihutla, yes. right? Then after that, you have your state of the nation address. You, you get my point. Yes. But in our case, 
we well we never had our own general hudla uh, we never had our own um, uh, provincial executive lehudla we only had a government lehudla according to the prescripts government is expected to have its own lehudla but that lehudla must be informed by the the the, the of the ANC yes. coming from local government having performed badly you see, we have the manifesto as the ANC that the uh, government is expected to, to, to actually, you know, implement. So those issues in the language of the ANC and the tradition yes. are, are happening in the Lhuta of the African National Congress. That's why we call it the Lhuta. 17 minutes after 8, I invite you to probe Ubav He's here in the studio chatting with me here around some of the issues in the state of the African National Congress. I then invite you, Bumalang. Babnyoni, you you were calling for the premier to to lead the African National Congress. And I suppose, you know, um, you know, report says that it was simply because there was a vacant post of the DG in government. As soon as that post was was filled with a candidate, you then redress and changed your tone in supporting the premier. Are you still in support of the Premier to lead the African National Congress? You see, the constitution of the ANC guarantees the Premier to elect and be elected into any position of the ANC. That is the point of departure in the ANC. Sure. I have a responsibility to support the Premier because I'm a public servant where she is my political principal. Mm. You see? So in the absence, when the, the, the former DG left, the Premier requested me to act in that position until we actually uh, recruit an incumbent that uh, was supposed to, or that is supposed to, you know, to become the DG. I facilitated that process. There was no deal between myself and the Premier to say, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm appointing you as acting DG, yes. and, and then you, you will have to support me in return. No, no, that, that was not a deal. I was handling a transition, and I facilitated that transition and uh, I did not apply for your information for that position. Probably I would say if I had applied and the premier overlooked me, it could be something else. Mm. So she, I did not apply. Yes. I facilitated the process. We appointed a DG. We have a new DG now. And I remain the deputy director general. And I'm comfortable. And I'm working with the premier. I'm supporting the premier. I'm supporting the, the programs of government. Yeah, but I, I suppose that's on the government side. Politically, yes. you have been, I mean, you have said before that yeah. you would support the Premier's efforts in leading the African National Congress because at the time, you you yourself described the Premier as somebody who stood against the test of time at the time where we had a former Premier who has now left you know, the seat to be Deputy President. At the time, you said everybody who was aligning in that uh, somewhat order and, and, and also you are reported to say you were tired of the R40. Yes, that's true. But now my question is, are you still in support of the Premier? I Political? Do. I do. I do support it. Okay. Yeah. Much as the Constitution as well allows me to stand if I want to stand. And I do stand yes. Yeah, for that position. So equally the same, uh, if she wants to, she can support me as well. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about your role in, in how uh, the Lico municipality was lost by the African National Congress. 
Um, a report says at the time you were the um, the, the, HOD, the HOD. HOD yeah. of human settlement. No, of uh, Cork. Cork yeah. at the time. Yeah. But also you were the, the uh, director as well as for human settlement. No, that was a long time ago. But I, I, I suppose there they say mm. you played a role in, in, in the uh, human settlement projects that are in Liqua. Mm. As a result, that's why people were, were tired of the ANC because of the infrastructure that yourself as a, a director at the time uh, somewhat instituted for those projects to be there and there was no uh, somewhat of a follow-up to upgrade those projects and people were tired of that. Fast forward, you were the HOD for Cocta, but yet uh, Liqua Municipality, Mkondo Municipality and various other municipalities that the ANC has lost control over have suffered. Well, uh, I must indicate that uh, we did everything that we could as, you know, uh, public servants. The rest rest with the, the politicians because there is a government, a local government. Sure. And they will understand that these problems, particularly in Liqua or at Liqua, are not new. Mm. You see, are old problems. A, a problem. But you will, when you get into the space, you will find out that uh, those, those issues relate to the politics, the body politics in that area, which is the jurisdiction of the African National Congress. So I cannot say here uh, we developed reports, we advised uh, uh, the, the headquarters to say these are the issues. Yes. And as far as we are concerned, we end up here, we cannot go beyond here because we cannot regulate politics. Mm. Despite being a politician, because you must understand that when I'm in government, no politics is work because here we work according to principles. You see, mm. it's, it's not like you wake up in the morning and do whatever that you want. But there are certain things that the Provincial Executive Committee of the ANC should have done as it relates to Liqua. There were recommendations. Let them tell you the recommendations that we came up with as public servant to say, no, to deal with this, this situation, this is what we are recommending. And I can tell you that out of those recommendations, there's nothing that they did until we lost that space. That is why I am saying I will be in a better position if I get into their shoes. I can actually, because I know the problems. Mm. I can best deal with those problems politically and as well as administratively. So I'm, I've got, you know, what it takes both as an administrator and as a politician, which is very rare. You would find that a politician does not have what I have as an administrator to ring up changes and bring about transformation. So it's an added advantage. Zero one three seven five seven double zero nine six. It's the number to dial to get into our studio and get to ask Babu Peter Nyoni a question. Babu Nyoni, what do you make of your suspension letter? Uh, as described, it, it, it's a love letter. Uh, as the PTT coordinator, Mamli Diwanjali says, her office uh, will, by this time, would have given you your love letter. I don't know how to respond to that because I've not received the love letter. So you're not suspended from the ANC? No. I've said uh, on a number of occasions that even if they could suspend me, they must understand one principle, one thing. I hold a membership of the ANC, not citizenship. 
<laughs> you see? Yes. Meaning that uh, I joined the ANC voluntarily. If they feel I am, or they declare me persona non grad, yeah. they have a right to say they suspend my membership. Right? Equally the same. I can decide to terminate my membership with the ANC. That's why I'm saying this is not citizenship. And they are behaving as if they've got the citizenship of the ANC. No, they equally have the membership of the ANC themselves. And I cannot come here and uh, actually name their transgressions, particularly the person that we are talking about that I cannot name because uh, probably I would understand if I've, I had received the love letter signed by the name, I would, I would actually mention the name, but I will not mention the name because I've not received any suspension letter. And I'm, I'm waiting for that. You know, amongst the things that they are saying, you know, especially from the coordinator's office, is that you keep on interacting with the media, labeling the PTT as not the right ones who should be leading the province. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Because she also goes to the media. I'm not speaking on behalf of the ANC. I'm speaking on behalf of those people that are affected by their action. And uh, I'm doing that because I've alluded to the fact that on a number of occasions, yeah. We have interacted and engaged them on these problems, even the National Executive Committee of the ANC. But if people don't come, they, they, if, they, if, if these people don't come with responses or give you feedback, what do you do? You can vast support outside them, sure. particularly because some of the issues which are burning issues, for example, uh, outside the issue of corruption as an example, how would people expect me to discuss corruption in certain quarters when the entire South African society knows about it? Once people know about it, it's common knowledge, we must discuss it, mm. and we must admit as the ANC that there are certain things that we are not go- doing right, and uh, we ask them that they must forgive us, we repent. Because remember, I actually made it a point that I canvassed for the ANC during uh, the local government elections. I was running up and down. Nobody actually invited me because I have a responsibility and a duty to assist the ANC where it needs me. Mm. So I've been doing all these things. But it's not that we are not aware that certain things, there are certain people that have been assigned responsibilities and they are not executing their you know, responsibilities to the best interest of the ANC. So what must we do? If you stifle debates, we'll go out. The, the president of the African National Congress was in the province. Just on Monday, do you think, you know, are we most likely to see, you know, them resolving the issues that have engulfed, particularly the Entlands in the region, that of violence in the branches? I'm not sure whether the the, the president uh, got to know about uh, those challenges which have long been in the space, uh, except when the, the the branches were trying to actually bring those issues to his attention. And I'm told I was not there that uh, he listened to them and he made an undertaking that uh, he will actually address some of the issues that they have raised and he further gave some advice to uh, the PTT to say he's not uh, going to actually say whether they should not or have a conference but according to him he alluded to one province uh, that came to him to say going to Nazareth they were divided 
and now they've agreed that they want to work together. That is why he blessed their conference. In other words, the president was trying to say, look, you a uh, uh, constitution, serial constitutional delinquents, unite the ANC, renew the ANC, work together, I will bless you. That's what he was trying to tell them. <laughs> I don't know whether they've heard, because these people have got the tendency of understanding things reverse. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, okay, let's take this call. It's coming through. Yon Rise of Hello. Yon Rise, hi. Okay. Maybe as we wrap up, um, you have not been shying away from saying that the deputy president comes from the province and he must be endorsed for a second term. Not necessarily that we want to say he must be endorsed for a second second term because he's coming from the province. Though I cannot hide the fact that I'm also coming from the same province. But the tradition of the ANC has it that uh, both the, the president that um, understood that, uh, well, uh, he must actually relinquish power, you know, as early as having completed his term. Yes. But from there onwards, you don't need to ask me. You have seen it yourself. <laughs> so what do you make an exception of Mabuz? You must also get in. But you see, it's an exception because he's not only the one reported to be contesting that, you know, very post. I mean, you have uh, Ronald Lamula, who also come from the province, who various other um, slates of the ANC are somewhat endorsing him to actually assume that office. Well, that is his democratic right to stand. Like I said to you, yeah. the constitution of the ANC guarantees him to elect and to be elected into any position uh, in the African National Congress. But equally the same, tradition has it that uh, if uh, the president assumes a second term, what's wrong with the incumbent, who is the deputy pre- uh, president, to assume same? Mm. What, 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 what crime should, could I have committed in saying that? Yeah. Except that perhaps uh, there are those that might not like him. They might not like Mabuza, but in the ANC it's not about liking a person. Because let me explain one, you know, fundamental, you know, principle here. Sure. The principle of unity. You see, people have got the tendency of thinking that unity is a process of bringing people who think alike, friends, relatives, and so on, to be part of unity. No, it's not that. It's actually reaching out to those that you don't agree with. Bring them on board because... What brings you together is the vision of the ANC. It's not your narrow, you know, secular, selfish interest that you want to advance by punting other people to come and take, you know, leadership responsibility so that they could actually, uh, you know, dish out patronage, take care of you in one way or the other, because that is the cause in the ANC nowadays. You elect those that you think will actually take care of you uh, in whatever way that we may not understand. But it's unfortunate because now people are getting arrested. Yon Rise FM, hello? Yon Rise, hello? Babnyon, uh, people want to speak to you, but seemingly I'm unable to get them through. But unfortunately, also we have also run out of time, Babnyon. And I must thank you for having come this evening. And I know I, I know Pumalanga has had you, has had your frustrations around, you know, the issues that have, that have engulfed the parts that you know you know, and you know, you continually support it over the years, and 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 I know that you still continue to do so. Yes. 
and uh, you know we we can only wish that your concerns be heard particularly as you head towards the elective conference of the ANC maybe briefly lastly are you contesting to be the yes, chairperson? Yes, I'm contesting because I strongly believe I've got what it takes to lead the province. I can influence people through inspiration that is generated by passion, motivated by vision, produced by conviction, and ignited by a purpose. That's what is driving me to come into the space and lead transformation during this time. And I'm responding to the question that is asked during this time. Maybe on that very note, let's leave it there. Babu Nguyen, very appreciate having you on our program this evening. Thank you very much, Musa. Thank you so much, Mumalanga, for having lent us your ears. Thank you so much, Mumalanga, for having lent us your ears.